It's the Worldwide Sports Radio Network. I don't want to lose. I want to win. I need professional help. Sports Betting Weekly. Sports Betting Weekly is sponsored by EasySportsData.com. The books use data. Shouldn't you too? And this is easy sports data, like the preschoolers use. EasySportsData.com. I went here and I went there. Now what? Sports Betting Weekly. I want to win. Here we go. Money talk. You should also check out sportsbettinglessons.com. You'll learn some old tricks because sometimes how you bet is more important than who you bet. Sportsbettinglessons.com. Let's just do it. Let's meet this thing head on. And you were you were in it to win it. Talk about an education. Sports betting weekly. Wow, winning. Sports betting weekly. Sit back and enjoy the show. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. Welcome to sports. Betting Weekly. I should I should say welcome back to Sports Betting Weekly because in the middle of a heater we went on vacation. Now you really never know when a heater's coming, guys. So you you kind of just do what you're going to do anyway. But we did. We 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 went live action. Another great week. I ended up nailing the Baylor game. I had the total exactly, and then I went on vacation. But we are back, and we are going to be joined by John from GMF Sports Consultants right now. And later on, we're going to have Wes, Blackhawk Wes, who just told us his live play is going to be the Blackhawks and then again the second period over. So we'll be talking to him as soon as we get going. But you kind of know how it is here at Sports Betting Weekly. We look at the weekend's board, but more importantly, we want you to be rewarded for checking in to the Worldwide Sports Radio Network on Thursdays at 8 o'clock. And starting this week, for us, we we have a show that follows us. The Sports Loud Bouts are going to be on right after us. So that's pretty cool. That's Errol and Speedy Petey. Uh, we're going to talk to the John right now about what we missed this past weekend, because really, I spent the weekend kind of incognito, and, and it was nice. But I tell you, John, by Monday, I was ready to come back, and, and I didn't. I didn't come back till Tuesday, but I was ready to come back Monday. How was your weekend? Did you make some money? It was it was good. The weekend was good. We just, uh, you know, following MLB, uh, just more of an analytics standpoint, just kind of watching, keeping track of the games. Um, as people who watch the show kind of hear us talk about it before, uh, with any sport, the first few weeks, everything's small quarter units, half units. Um, you know, we're just really kind of getting a feel, um, you know, obviously honing in on the pitchers or honing in on how the teams are doing. So, uh, but the weekend was good. I, I kind of laid low too. Uh, we had a little bit of action, but there was nothing too much for me, but, uh, you know, this week and coming back into this weekend, we'll be kind of, you know, vamping it back up again. Yeah, and I, I jumped right on the bandwagon. So, as you know, we have this program we developed called Easy Sports Data. And, and really, the simplest way to describe it, it's every point spread and every line and every score for every part of the game, and it's all in one place. And we have it broken down not only by team, but by pitcher. So it allowed me to jump right in, and we started on Wednesday. So Tuesday, we put the whole season together. There was only 10 games. Remember, they started on, on April 1st. There was some rainouts, and there was some COVID issues. It was about 10 games for each team. So it was a lot of work, but we got it done. And Wednesday, as you know, because I was keeping in the loop, we started out 9-0. and Now seven of them were in one game. And that's the other thing about Sports Betting Weekly. I don't think you're going to find another sports betting show, John, where we're, we cash handfuls of tickets in the same game. I talked to a guy that's a hockey fan, and we were talking about the show, and I said, oh, you're a hockey fan? Did you watch the Bruin game in Tahoe? He goes, of course I did. I can't believe they had it during the day. I said, well, technically they didn't. They tried to have it during the day, and then they moved it to nighttime. But I told them, we cashed seven tickets in that one game. Remember that? That was really cool. I, I remember that game. We had some totals, and I had some nights uh, action on that as well as two. And we had, I think it wound up being like a seven- or eight-hour delay after it was all said right. and done. Exactly. So, yeah. Exactly. But, it, 
but it worked out for us. But also, not only for cash tickets, this is the power of in-game wagering. You're not stuck with that one ticket for the whole game. If you're doing in-game, you can do like us, and you can cash five, six, seven tickets in just one game, ladies and gentlemen. Well, as you know, it was an exciting time here in San Diego for the first time in history, 53 years of Padre baseball, they had a no-hitter. But there was another no-hitter last night. Now, I get to say... I lost an under bet on a perfect game because the Chicago game was seven and a half and the guy threw a a no hitter, but they scored eight runs. So I lost. But during the game, I got it. They scored really early. They scored six runs early. And this was before the sign on ESPN said perfect game warning. You know, they they scored. So I, I got it at nine and a half and then I got it at twelve and a half. They never even. They even sniffed the bases, the other team, uh, uh, Cleveland. And so I ended up getting all my money back on a bet that I lost to start the game. So I ended up breaking even. I went 2-1 and one in a game where I lost the first play. And that really is what happens a lot. But how about with the Red Sox now? The Red Sox lost today. They lost. And I cashed three tickets on the Red Sox. Right, you had a, you had a couple of them too. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, ju- I jumped on that with you too as well. And uh, we had some plus money action on that. I believe the on on the over runs because uh, I, I got, a, scores, so, I got yeah. a, when there was first and second in that inning before the double to clear the bases. Yeah. I had point five over under point five at plus one thirty four. That was my third play. So I I had two and a half. I started with then I went to one and a half, and it's the same thing that Blackhawk West has done tonight in the Rangers game. Now, my website has some technical issues, which happens. I mean, it happens. Technology is not necessarily your best friend. It's just something you got to deal with. And so I didn't get it in, but he said the three and a half, and I quote, was a gift. And before I could even blink, it was two to nothing. They ended up scoring three in the first period. You hardly ever see three goals in the first period, never mind one team scoring it, even though this year we have had a couple crazy, crazy early games, you know, seven and eight goals in, in the first period. So, uh, but, right, so yeah, there's definitely been some wild scores, but you want to yeah. know what? Wes has been on these totals a lot for the NHL. And like I said, for people who are tuning in, Wes has been doing this week in and week out, especially with the Rangers. If you've been and, following and hockey, really, you're following that's what the Rangers. He does. He, he, yeah. As soon as he cashes, he takes half of his winnings and lets it roll over. The bottom line is he'll cash three of them. So he'll he'll take the three and a half. He'll, when, as soon as they scored a goal and went to four and a half, he hopped on that. Yeah. As soon as they scored the second goal, he hopped on five and a half. Every single time, of course, he's putting less money. But as long as he gets that three and a half, he's going to win more than he's bet. Well, when you get three goals in the first period, a three and a half play looks mighty promising, doesn't it? Oh, yeah, definitely. Now you're in a good position, especially in the first period. Now you're in the opportunity to kind of keep going on there. I, I, right, so get, nice. Getting a message from Wes, I think he says he's in the – in the back room somewhere. Okay. Oh, there he is. There he is. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Oh, actually, you know what? My, my phone, uh, my phone, uh, the, the phone shut up there. There we go. Blackhawk West, glad to have you. <laughs> hey, it's good to be here. I hope you guys had a nice, nice little break and start yeah, for the baseball season. And- great, great call on the Rangers game. Uh, we were just talking about it. When you've got three and a half to start and they give you three in the first, yeah, you really can't do anything but be happy. And then it just it gives you an opportunity to to catch some plus action, and which is exactly what I did. I, I I jumped on the five and a half because we've seen these Rangers score eight plus goals. Um, my prediction going into the game was that they were going to hang six um, in the two games, two out of the three games that they beat the Devils this year. They've they've scored six goals, and really all but one of these these New Jersey and uh, Rangers games have gone seven goals so uh the five and a half feels great too it's in plus pay but i think it was plus 135 well yeah and and you 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 do the math and you know we talk about it all the time if you hit the first one the worst you're doing is getting your money back but if you hit the first one uh, then you hit the second one now you're making money and if you hit the third one like we did with the red sox game then you're cashing tickets and then and, and again we cash handful of tickets on the same game and it, it's just really really cool now the you got your blackhawks got your goal yep Yep, they got a goal, and there was five minutes in the in the period when we looked at it, 
and it was the, the line was still at like minus one sixty. Now it's up to John minus three fifty two. That I'm sorry, that that was a first period goal. I'm looking at the second period. It's minus one ten. And I like that to go over two goals. And the reason I like that uh, as much as I do, uh, you know, I'm looking at the Red Wings with seven shots on goal and the Blackhawks with three shots on goal. And out of three shots on goal, they pop one in. And the Blackhawks have had games like this where they're very high goal percentage versus total shots. These teams combined, they're going to start shooting the puck more. So I, I like over one and a half this second period. And, and I like that as a happy Thursday cash for the listeners. Yeah, well, we should, that, we should get that in soon because now, as I mentioned to John, that you had said that the second period wasn't even up as an option yet, but it is just now I'm seeing second period. I'm not seeing the total yet. Uh, I am seeing the total for the match from four and a half to five and a half to six and a half. So uh, any basketball, you guys are looking at any basketball today. I, I have I have not. No, I have not looked at any basketball today. Uh, the only one game I probably will be keeping an eye on, which will be for later tonight, which would be the Celtics. Uh, Lakers obviously have their issues with uh, no LeBron James, no Anthony Davis. Um, also, some of their other key bench players are either questionable, probable, doubtful. Um, if you know NBA, you, you know how these last minute scratches can get. So I'm going to keep an eye on that because technically I am leaning towards the Celtics side. Celtics have been playing very well lately. The last four out of five, they have played very well also on the road. Also the last matchup they played against the Lakers. This is when the Lakers had LeBron James and Anthony Davis, the Lakers barely squeaked out a win. So you would have to think the revenge factor for the Celtics, uh, coming into this one, uh, obviously with no AD and no Bron once again for the Lakers. So I'll be keeping an eye on that for later. So, yeah. So, so that's the, the, the one thing I want to look Look at is we're gonna we're gonna get uh, get some live action in. I also have some baseball now. I was mentioned to John West that the Easy Sports data started out nine and zero my first day, of the, and it ended up we went fifteen and six yesterday, uh, and we were plus one hundred five percent. So I think I started with ninety something bucks, and I ended up with almost two hundred bucks. Um, and, and and again, if you can go in a sports book with ninety something bucks and come home with ninety something bucks. And you spend the night there, and life's pretty good. So when you come <laughs> out with twice the money, and of course, the way to really win big money is with parlays. That's where you gotta you're gonna you're gonna make your plays. And and I won't start parlays until I you know get a, a pretty good feel for these teams. Mm -hmm. And again, a lot of sites aren't gonna let you do those team total parlays. And that's where we're cashing three and four and five and six and seven seven tickets in one game. You're not gonna do that unless you're getting. Some, some totals, whether it's team totals or totals. And that's, again, what we talked about, what you did last year in the baseball playoffs. In one inning, you can you cash more tickets in, in one inning than most people cash in a day. Never mind. <laughs> but uh, so, so I looked at my easy sports data and I didn't touch the four o'clock games because I was working. I have a job. Anyway, it was a uh, five, five, eight, seven, five. That's what Arizona scored in their last five games. So they've, they've scored 15, 20, 30 runs in five games. They got 10 in the first three innings today. So they were down. They were up three to nothing in the first. They went down three to four. Don't you hate that when your team gets a lead and then they give it right back and then they dumped seven in the second. So I guess that pitcher, those pitchers were on pitch counts, like seven. <laughs> you throw seven pitches, you've given up three runs. It's time for you to sit down. Uh, but but we do have some games later on, and I'm going to let you know that I've got some plays that uh, will not be uh, able to be live because these games haven't started yet. But we've got Oakland. We're on the Oakland team total over. And, again, in the last four games, they've scored six, seven, nine, and seven. So we're going to hop on that. And then Colorado, we hit them last night. We're going to bet them again. We are not betting the, the, the Dodgers because the Dodgers are minus – it's a lot of juice. Yeah, that, yeah, that's a lot of juice to play the Dodgers. Well, we're we're especially, especially at home. So, Oh, yeah, but we're yeah. going to bet the Colorado team total under because once, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, once in the last nine games have they scored more than three runs. The over-under is three, three and a half, so we want the under again. Last night, they had a little rally. They scored two runs, but they didn't score again, so – it worked out well for us. Uh, so in terms of that live action in the second period, I still don't have a total yet. There's shown that it's still uh, in the first period, though. 
it's it's one and a, it's one and a half, and and my book now is showing uh, minus one fifteen for the total. Yeah, for the for the game total second period. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not getting the that total yet, so we'll pay attention to that. Uh, so yeah, so that's really what I'm going to be looking at. I've got I'm going to have uh, Oakland tonight. I'm going to have the team total over and Colorado team total under. An example of the Colorado game last night. If I didn't have such a great start, and you guys know, just because you're winning, you don't keep betting. Sometimes, you know what, you could sit and watch a little bit because those are the times where you, you, you end up having five or six plays in a game and you can lose all of them too. When we win seven, we win seven a lot more than we lose seven, but it is possible that you really believe that it's going to change. Whatever you're seeing is going to change, and it just never changes. We all talk bankroll management. I mean, that's more important sometimes than than the the actual winning picks. And you got to think if if you have five plays and you win the first four, or you go you know three and one, and then if you win your first four out of five plays, a four and one day that is fantastic. If you're four and one, if you're eighty percent on anything you do, um, I mean that's that's a pretty good place to be. That'd be a pretty good GPA too. So you got to figure. I I wouldn't be adding to that fifth game. I'd be getting out alive, and you know I'd be happy to be there. Four and one is great. Right, exactly. And and one of the things we talk about with baseball, a uh, hockey. Not as much basketball, but the sports where there isn't a run line, there isn't a point spread that you're not, you're going money line here. You could be four and one and break even because you could have had a minus, you could have won with a minus 116, a minus 116, a minus 110, and a minus 105, and you lost on the one day that Kershaw gets whacked and he was minus 360. So one thing about baseball is I really don't want to know what your record is when you're betting baseball, if you're betting money lines. I want to know how much you started with and how much you got now because, really, you do. You, you've got to be careful when you see those juice, uh, that juice so high. It, it's, it's really crazy. Yeah, when you start playing those minus 200s, like you said, in baseball, it, it, it gets really dicey because your win percentage has to be that much more greater to cover that juice. Oh, you yeah, also- that- we do. We do. Yeah. We have. We have a sheet that shows it, mm-hmm. and it, it's amazing, John. It's like eighty-six percent. Yeah, it is, and that's probably just to break even on, on right, some of these juice plays. You're absolutely. Yeah. And and so you you have to also take this in consideration for guys who are new to betting, especially for Major League Baseball. Look, the best teams in the league are only going to win, let's say, a hundred games. There's 162. That means you're going to be 100 and then 62. They're going to lose 62 of those games. So you have to figure in the juice to all of this. Sometimes playing those big, juicy favorites, especially in Major League Baseball, is not the way to go. That's why you should be looking at, like what you chas, uh, team totals and stuff like that, because you're kind of li- limiting yourself to get hurt for your bankroll on the back end. And I'll, I'll add to that, if, you, if you're not comfortable with the line, with the run line or the points line, and you want to bet the favorite money line, you're probably just trying to be the fan in that game. Because if, if you're not comfortable laying that many points, that means you like the other guy. And, yep. and you don't be afraid to take points. Taking points is so much better than laying points in so many situations. So I wouldn't lay the juice if, if, if I wasn't comfortable with the three runs or the four runs. Why well, take them instead of laying them? Right, and, and, and it really becomes why. And, and we talk about that all the time. I, I posted on Instagram, and I think I tagged you guys, where this guy did a great why. He was wrong. His play lost, but that's not the point. If you use a correct why, and that's why you're doing it, and you can't say, you know, I, I this guy pitched really well last time. Well, that's great, but the four games since then, the team hasn't scored a run. So unless he's going to score runs with his pitching, you're not going to do well. The whys are so crucial to really what makes a good handicapper. We talk on the show all the time, guys. You tell me why you like somebody. I can tell right away whether you're a good handicapper or not. All you got to do is tell me why you're playing that play. Don't just tell me who you're playing, but why you're playing it. All right. So, Wes, you were not here, but we have neighbors. For the first time, when we go off the air tonight, the sports loudmouths are going to be out. And that's uh, Errol and Petey, and I've watched the show. Now, Errol's a radio guy. Johnny D was a radio guy. Moe's a radio guy. Those radio guys, their voices are really, really cool. I'm just a guy that bought a microphone, you know what I mean? <laughs> I'm not a radio guy. So, But when we come back from break, we're going to check out uh, the second – 
period for the hockey game. We're going to look at some baseball, see if we can find any live action opportunities. We're going to talk about the weekend games. i got a few other things to talk about, and I also have a post-it note. I have to change the banners on the screen, so you'll have some new banners. And I think I'm going to put the one up with all the guys' Instagram so you can follow them. You're listening to Sports Betting Weekly. It's the Worldwide Sports Radio Network. Welcome back to Sports Betting Weekly. I am second half Chaz. I'm joined, as always, with Blackhawk West from 151 Sports Investing and John from GMF Sports Consultants. And it did open up our second period over one and a half is officially a play. We got it at one minus 173. And you know what? Just so you know, if you are new to sports betting and you're not sure about that whole minus 173, there's a lot of ways you can bet. And we'll talk about a plus number. That's all we'll say. It's nice to get a plus number. We got a plus number. And what that means is we're getting more than we bet. In this case, it's $173 to get 100 back, so you get back 273 But what we're going to do, Wes, is we're going to pay attention and we're looking to get two and a half and maybe three and a half. That would be nice if we could hit two or three second period goals. And, of course, uh, a lot of times you're not going to get that second number until you get a goal and get that first goal because that number could go down. And that's what happened with the Red Sox today. The Red Sox today, the, the easy sports data program that's available, and, and, and we've been using it for many sports we're still trying to get the sports. The DRF racing form has a sports form, and this program is perfect for them, but I can't get them to answer the phone. So anybody from DRF, the sports form is listening, pick up your phone when I call. This package is great for you. And I went 15 and 6 yesterday. Now, it seems like a lot of bets, but I only bet three games, and I went 15 and 6. Uh, but what happens is you look at trends, and the Red Sox had scored three runs or more in I think it was nine straight or it was yeah it was a nine straight before yesterday and they I don't think they had any or they might have had one so we hit three yesterday and then we hit two today or two yesterday and three today but we talk about a lot of ticket to one game guys we were five and oh at Red Sox games in the last two days and the team went one and one so <laughs> that's not a bad way to bet in sports all right, so we're going to head over to the uh, to the NHL board and ask John. Any uh, you had one other game you had mentioned, and I want to say it was the Buffalo game. Yeah, I, I was keeping an eye on the Capitals game uh, just because the Capitals had went down early, uh, but I believe they're they're down probably two goals right now. I think in that Capitals game, I'm going to uh, quickly just checking back. So I I didn't jump in on, on anything with that one. Well, oh, I remember. Yeah. I remember Buffalo broke that long losing streak. Yeah, they but, they're they're still kind of up and down, as we all know. Buffalo had some issues, but they break they broke that streak and they can kind of been back and forth, you know, the last well, week. Well, Washington so. is minus three fifty one on the money line. What was Buffalo tonight? Uh, they they uh, you probably looking at plus two hundred at least or, or something on on plus line. Yeah, so somebody took a, Yeah, uh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, that's yeah, <laughs> yeah. All right, what about this Tampa Bay-Florida game? Seems like 1-0 in those two teams is very low scoring. Yeah, I was just watching that. I think that I, I forgot. I think it was on ESPN or maybe it was on the Hockey Network. That's what I was watching. But, yeah, I was keeping an eye on that game too. Florida was up one nothing. So uh, this is uh, obviously an advantage where if you liked uh, Tampa Bay Rays, maybe you can jump in and get a little discount on them, on them right now. And uh, actually, Tampa Bay just scored, so it's 1-1 right now. There you go. What about that's 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 what it would have been the over for yeah. the second period there. What about <laughs> Winnipeg Jets game, Wes? That you mentioned. I, I think Wes got knocked out for some reason. Oh, okay. So if he comes yeah, back, he yeah. mentioned the Winnipeg Jets, and they're up. They're they're up three to one. They're up three to two. Yeah. Yeah. He mentioned Winnipeg. Winnipeg was getting plus money. So yeah. um, you know, Wes jumped on him earlier. I think that was one of the uh, one of his players for hockey that was on the group chat. And uh, so, yeah, so if you were on that group chat, you would have got a Winnipeg at plus money looking looking good so far. Right. And if you if you want to get involved in that group chat, you know what? That's a perfect segue because I'm going to go in here and put this banner on. And, and it's the cash tickets page on Sports Betting Weekly. So what happens is a, a lot of guys 
are, are really secretive. I, I, you know, I've been doing this a long time. There's a lot of guys are real secretive about, you know, their plays like they're, you know, dropping six figures and moving the line a point and a half. It's really, <laughs> sometimes, you know, and, and, you know, that's not the case, but we're not. So what we do is we communicate back and forth. What says he's back? Let's see if he is. There he is. There he is. And, um, and and what we do is we go back and forth. So check out the bottom of the screen. It's the cash tickets page on Sports Betting Weekly. I'll have it updated for the weekend. And really, that's when I start. I really start my weekend Thursday nights. Now, with baseball and my easy sports data program, I'm going to be doing a Did You Know It page, a post every day on Twitter. I'm going to do a Did You Know It post. And it's going to be something that I'm finding, a nugget from – First five inning odds and first five inning data because, as you guys know, first five innings a lot of times is the only guarantee that the same pitcher is going to be pitching. Because how many times have you had a three to nothing lead in the seventh? The guy looks good. He reaches a pitch count. They take him out. You lose the game four to three. Yeah, and Major League Baseball, obviously, if you've been following baseball and if you notice the uh, pitch count, uh, you know, the trends for these starting pitchers, they don't go very deep. You, you don't see too many guys unless they have these perfect game or no-hit opportunities. But, you know, majority of these guys are on, uh, you know, limited pitch counts. And uh, a lot of these teams, you know, the Yankees and everybody, they're so invested in their bullpen. So, you know, when their starters get a, a lead and you get into that fifth, sixth, seventh inning, they're yanking those starters to get to that bullpen. At this time of year, they've got to do that. That makes sense. But from a sports betting standpoint, and, and what do we talk about all the time? The coaches, they don't make decisions because you got $20 on their team. <laughs> yeah, the, 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 players, the, pitching, the, the pitching coach doesn't know. care. Yeah. Right. The players don't know that they're the fifth team of a five-teamer and the first four games of all cats. They don't know that, and they don't care. But what we're going to look at next is that uh, winner. It looks like Wes has given out a winner. Of course, he had three and a half as the over in the Rangers game, and they have just, according to my notes, put up a fourth goal. And he had five and a half as well. Is he going to hop on six and a half? I am not going to hop on six and a half. I I like them for six in this game. Um, I, I think the Devils are going to start. They're going to put up a goal or two. I think we need the Devils to put up a goal or two to get that five and a half because I, I don't think the Devils are pulling the goalie uh, if they're down five to nothing to, to get us that sixth one. So so I, I'm, you know, just for the math of it, I, I'm hoping the Devils score a goal or two. And, uh, you know, I think the Rangers, we're, we're going to see the fifth goal for sure. The sixth one's going to have to come with an empty net, and we only are going to get that if the Devils uh, put a goal up. So I, I'm, I'm not touching anything higher than that. Um, I, three and a half caches. Let's see if we can get a little lunch money on the on the five and a half. What about your Winnipeg play? Because you were, you we lost you there for a minute. Yeah. So the the Winnipeg play that came out. Winnipeg was up three to three to one. Uh, it's now three to two, and it looks like uh, it looks like the Leafs just killed uh, just killed a, a Jets power play. But uh, we, you know we're alive on that, and that was a that was a dog money line play, and you know the Jets have played. They played uh, these Leafs really tough. Leafs, you know, on paper, are the best team in the league right now. But but the Jets are a matchup nightmare for them, and uh, just the physical style of play. So I, I like that matchup. And that's going to be interesting when we get into the playoffs in the NHL because the playoff structure in the NFL is very unique to what we've ever seen in in a playoff in any sport. You know, when you see a top team like Montreal going to go up against a, a bad matchup in Winnipeg, do they even get out of the first, do, do they even get out of their own division play? All right, well, that, that's an excellent an excellent segue because my question I have for you guys for this week, I always ask you guys a question that's nothing to do with a specific, it's a more general question. And this one is, where are you guys at? We're going to start with John. You're in Vegas. Vegas is opening up. It's the middle of April. When it comes to sports betting, what's getting you excited right now? Uh, right now, it's obviously the start of the Major League Baseball season. So uh, we're keeping an eye on that. We're gathering all of our information. We're gathering all our stats and all, all our analytics um, to kind of move forward. Probably in the next couple of weeks is when we'll start boosting those plays up. And then um, I'll be looking forward to NBA playoffs. My NBA plays will kind of be dwindling down here towards the end of the season. 
uh, maybe focusing on just teams who are either can move up maybe in standings for playoff spots. But other than that, I'll kind of pick and choose my spots and I will be focusing on Major League Baseball and then kind of waiting for the playoffs for NBA. I think the NBA playoffs, I don't want to say easier to bet, but if you get into a situation where maybe the team loses the first one or two games, you, you kind of got to think that that team's going to want to bounce back in that situation. So these are just the opportunities that I look for for the playoffs in the future. Well, playoffs are series, and then it really is. A series is a totally different animal than a regular season NBA game. And if you think about it, now on the bottom of the screen, you can check out John on Instagram at GMF underscore sports underscore consultants. He's pretty easy to find. With the with the NBA playoffs, so you've got a, a situation where guys are sitting all the time in the NBA. I would imagine if you got a three-game lead and you're locked into a spot and you can't catch the guys in front of you and the guy behind you can't catch, there's going to be an awful lot of sitting down. So you really have to look, John, at those standings before you even think of getting your money out. Oh, oh, oh yeah, exactly. Uh, NBA is probably, uh, I would say, the number one sport where you either have to literally wait until you get that exact lineup to make sure because there's so many late sc- scratches the so-called rest days for these players in general. And just like you said, you know, teams maybe jockeying for positions are going to keep their players in. Teams that are locked in, that feel comfortable, whether they're in a two, three, or four C, you know, they're going to rest these players. So you got to kind of really keep an eye on that and make sure you know what your lineups are before you go to that window and start putting in those bet tickets. All right. Well, you know what I got to come up with? I got to come up with a button for the uh, alarm for the uh, live action. Whoa, 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 something like that, you know? That was probably annoying. But because we got a goal in that second period yeah. already. We got a goal in the second period. Mm-hmm. So I'm hopping now on the two and a half. And I got that plus number. So what I'm doing is I'm taking half of what I will win if they get another goal. And I'm putting it on that they're going to get another goal. But the reason I wanted to break in is I wanted to talk about that second period with the matchup between Chicago and Detroit. Should we hop on anything now that it's tied up, Blackhawk West? Well, yes. I, I'm. Well, now it now it went to two and a half, and the Blackhawks just started a power play. So uh, you're talking a top three team in the league as far as power play percentage, and as far as goals to shots, is a very high percentage. I mean, they scored their first goal in inside of three shots. So the two and a half uh, is going to be at least the bankroll management piece is going to be a quarter of what I laid out on the second period bet. So I can walk away a winner on that next goal, but still have a little bit more to press the action. And if I lose that, that reach play that two and a half over for the second period, then, you know, I, I still came away a winner on that. So what about Chicago Blackhawks plus a half a point for the second period? Uh, you know, I, that's not a bad play. Uh, it's because, one, plus 154, and I've already clicked the button, so yeah, I was going to click it, I think, no matter what you said. It's tied right now. <laughs> tied right now. So they got to, they got to allow some goals in order to make you a loser there. So I, 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 I like that play. My fingers weren't fast enough to catch that. Yeah, so so here's where we're at next. We're going to, uh, we're gonna again, there's nothing. I don't see anything happening in baseball. There's the two games uh, that are live. Toronto and Kansas City just kicked off. So, uh, John, I, I mean, Wes, I'm going to ask you the same question. It's it's the middle of April. You're, uh, I know you work at an amusement park. You're the head chef, so you got like a bazillion people you got to hire. You're going to work like a dog for the next three or four months. But in terms of sports betting, uh, and you're actually going to the Arkansas Derby a week late tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, well, it's actually, you know, the – the group of guys that we booked the trip together, uh, you know, it wasn't a total miss because it's going to be the Apple Bottom Cup. So there, there's a few stakes races. They're they're not uh, classified as Derby prep races, but there's a there's a G3 and a G2. So, uh, but yeah, it's going to be it's going to be a good weekend. And uh, but you know, to, you know, to what John was discussing and then your question, right now in April, I, I'm paying attention to baseball. I, I mean, just paying attention to John for sure in baseball because the, the man is unstoppable. But, uh, you know, really what I'm looking for in both the NBA and the NHL, I, I'm not touching top teams and I'm not touching bottom teams. Teams that are, their position is pretty much established. I'm looking at those fringe teams, the two teams that are borderline in it and the two teams that are borderline out of it. This is a time of year where 
the NBA, you just you it's hard to trust the NBA's lineups as it is unless you're really paying attention constantly throughout the day. But the NBA at this point, I, I don't think teams uh, that are in the sixth seed really care about getting into that fifth seed. So, uh, you know, the NBA, I'm I'm only touching the teams that are fringe teams in it or out of it. And, uh, you know, so I'm, I'm looking forward to the playoffs. I, I'm I'm heavy into the, the NHL, as you know. Uh, you know, last year I, I went nine and three. I do series plays for the NHL. Yes, and, we, did, we did. We talked about it on the show. I do remember that. Yep. So we, we do series plays because I think, though, it's much easier to read. I think you're going to have you're not going to have four game sweeps. Uh, very often it, it, you will have them, but I don't think it's a reliable strategy to to bet a team to to win every single game. But I'll, I'll bet the series plays with the NHL playoffs, and then game to game, it's it's the over under. Um, you know, those are those are easy uh, plays usually, and then in the NBA, I'll do series plays as well. Uh, but as far as you know, what I'm looking at is I'm I'm really I'm looking forward to the playoffs. The only things I'm really touching right now are fringe teams. If I touch teams, because the points, it doesn't really make a difference. If the if the line is juicy on the totals for teams or game total, I'm, I'm looking at those. And then and then really, I'm in full on CFL preparation. Uh, the CFL, it's at dormant for one year. So some of the players that were 30, I don't know what it means for them to, for, you know, for a quarterback to be 31 take year 30 out of it and you know so I, I don't really know what that looks like and there's been a lot of off-season moves and uh the cfl uh, in order to follow it 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 really takes a lot more effort than the nfl so uh but it but it is profitable so i'm i'm looking forward to that uh, most of the summer you know those are those are kind of my plays i you know, I'm, I'm into the horses that i mean I'll, I'll be all over the oak lawn card uh this this saturday and uh you know that's 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 what I got going on outside. Well, you, of- mentioned, you mentioned CFL and, and a little more difficult. I, I got to think it's a very similar analogy to the FCS football this past spring where it, it's just it was hard to find it. It was hard to find information. It was I'm, it, it wasn't it wasn't front center. Of course, if you're in, in Canada, it's probably a little easier. We may even talk to our, our buddy Paolo, who's up there in Canada and, and see. But we're planning on doing an easy sports data program for Canadian football this year for the first time ever. And it's going to be pretty easy because we don't have to worry about last year, do we? No, we don't. And, you know, access to the information about the CFL, it's out there. I mean, that's it, that's far easier than, than the FCS. The FCS, in some cases, on your favorite app, whatever it may be, if you're looking at the score and you click on stats, certain apps don't even have the stats provided to them because with the FCS. But uh, the CFL information is out there, but, you know, how do the teams make that transition from having a year off? Does, you know, Winnipeg just won the whole thing. Do they come back as strong as they were last year? I mean, they've had some personnel moves. The quarterback that that won for them, he's now backing up Kyler Murray in in uh, Arizona. So there's there's things like that. And then does a player really age or do they get even healthier and it extends their career? And, uh, you know, that that's going to be the hard piece. And then with the betting lines on the CFL, when it first starts, the live action gets limited until – truly until the odds makers of these web pages get their arms around which direction things are going and what teams to be afraid of and how to adjust. But we see that we see that house advantage in, in every aspect of sports. So when we come back from break, remember, this is our, 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 our last segment we're coming upon. And then right after that, the sports loudmouths are coming out. So that's pretty cool. We haven't had somebody following us before on the Worldwide Sports Radio Network. But when we come back from break, we're going to check in on that live action. And we're going to see about this weekend and what the guys think they're doing. You're watching Sports Betting Weekly. You're either listening right now on the Belly Up Sports Podcast Network, or you might be at sportsbettingweeklylive.com. Unless it's 843 in New York City, then you're live on the Worldwide Sports Radio Network. It's the Worldwide Sports Radio Network. Sports Betting Weekly. Sit back and enjoy the show. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. Welcome back to Sports Betting Weekly. I am second half Chaz. Remember, we say 
when you watch, you will cash tickets, and it could possibly be the most profitable hour of your day. Well, you know what? From the beginning, Wes wasn't even here, and he was giving us winners. Today, John gave us winners. I gave John winners. We're just we're just like the three stooges of cashing tickets is what we is, and we got another winner because I just cashed a ticket on that one and a half deep the first uh, second period over with the uh, Chicago Blackhawks and the Detroit Red, Red Wings. Wes, thank you very much. Uh, it was, yep, it was yep. good job. Now, now if the Blackhawks can pop one in, we'll get the, we'll get the two and a half, and and uh, we end the period that way, and you're going to get your plus your, your plus uh, half a point. Yeah, and, and and the half a point is one of those. Uh, what did John? You have a what do you have a John has a term for the units. He, what's what kind of unit do you call that's when you make a small play like that? Don't you have a term you use that's not. Uh, Partial I don't, no. here, I don't yeah, know. well, either I, I usually just do quarter or half units. Yeah. Usually, that that's what I I don't have a specific name for it, but <laughs> yeah, and, and 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 that's what that was because uh, of, some of lunch money. Yeah, <laughs> not even, not even. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, bet, I basically bet five dollars to win uh, more yeah. than five dollars, so yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna take it. But uh, I so I looked and I said, should we hop now on the 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 next? One, because we have done it before, and that is basically three and a half. But when I looked, they weren't letting me bet three and a half yet. Mm. But they had the two and a half that I already have it. What did I get it? A plus 117, I think. And they wanted they might it's minus two something right now. So that's always good. That's that's another way you can tell whether your play is good is the odds you got at that and the odds they are now. And when they're going in the opposite direction, that's not what you want to see. Yeah, definitely. And, and well, this is all a part of just necessarily changing your attitude from gambling to where now you're sports investing because you're, 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 you're doing your units, you're structuring your unit size, you're putting yourself in a position, regardless of what happens later with these in-game plays, already to win. But now since you're getting plus money, these little quarter units and these half units start turning up more profit throughout the long run. And that's the difference to where us as we're sports investing, because we're getting our money in at the right time at the right price. And I, I think it's important to point out that uh, in the last 35 seconds of play, Detroit scored another goal. So that worked against that, that plus for the Blackhawks, yeah. but it cashed the over two and a half for the period. So in in what I think it's been 15 minutes since we called out that Blackhawks play. Right. That's that's so again. Uh, that that's I'm winning money. I'm I'm winning. I got a couple nice tickets there. But what I'm going to do is I'm going to be true to the whole concept of if it ain't broke, don't fix it. And, <laughs> and really, and what I'm going to do is I'm going to go and look at that second period total, and it's now at three and a half, and I'm going to hop on it again for yeah. just enough to make it. Uh, Interesting, but not enough to, to buy lunch, you know. Yeah. Maybe maybe a cheeseburger, you know. <laughs> well, I you know what I, I went out this weekend, and as you know, the world is opening up a little bit. Cheeseburgers are not cheap. Nope. I went out and I and it was a very, very good cheeseburger. I'm not gonna kid you, it was real meat, and it was the kind where it's a different color in the middle. If you go through, if you get your food handed to you in a window. And you buy a cheeseburger, and you're a chef, Wes, so I'm not telling you anything you don't know. Yeah. It's the same color all the way through. But when you go to a restaurant, you buy a cheeseburger. In the middle, it's a little different color, and the color might be based on how you ask them to cook it. And it was just a really, really good cheeseburger, but it was a lot. It was more than my average unit. <laughs> okay. That's how much a cheeseburger was. But where was I? I was in Del Mar. I spent the weekend in Del Mar, and and – you know, when you have places that have $20 million homes and hotel rooms are $473 a night, you got to expect the cheeseburger to be more than $5. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Well, it's always nice to treat yourself, too. Like you said, you were enjoying yourself a weekend. So nothing wrong with getting a nice no, cheeseburger. No, it, it, it really yeah. was. It really yeah. was. And it was. It was just so eerily quiet because Delmar's not open and there's nothing going on there. Nothing going on. Yeah, they don't even have the equestrians. They have a big equestrian. Uh, so you get to see some horse players and you know the horse riders, the jumpers, and all those things that they weren't there. All right, so let's talk about Friday, Saturday, and Sunday because we again, if you're listening, what do we know? You should have probably cashed at least three tickets if you've been here since eight o'clock. You probably could catch a couple more as the day goes on after the show's over. 
And at 9 o'clock, the loudmouths are on. And who doesn't like a good loudmouth? You know what I mean? But let's talk about tomorrow, Saturday, and Sunday. Let's talk first to Blackhawk West. Uh, So you're going to be at the racetrack. Now, we just recently this week, Started talking with the group of guys that we go to the, to to the Derby every year. Not the we don't go to Kentucky. We have a Derby party every year, and we didn't have it last year. So we're trying to figure out what we're going to do this year. But the one thing I know when I went to San Anita for the Breeders' Cup last year, we were betting college football at the Breeders' Cup. Will you be betting sports at Oakland? Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. I mean, the the track is entertainment. These are not full units. Um, you know, the sports investing that, that keeps the lights on and, uh, you know, the track is fun. So I, I, I'm going to be doing that, but I'm going to, you know, we have a table, there will be a sports game on the table we, I made sure there's a view of NHL. And so I, I'm going to be into the NHL this weekend. And there's a couple NBA that, that I'm looking at, uh, you know, just for some team overs and, and there's these NBA plays, uh, you never know what the NBA world is going to hand you as far as uh, a team that you know is going to win. You know they're going to win by a bunch, but they just go down by enough to give you a great opportunity to ease some tension and just find another another win there. So uh, the sports investing will always pay the mortgage and keep the lights on. The, well, the beauty of the racetrack is it's two minutes of entertainment, 30 minutes apart. It's not like, you know, you have to say I'm watching a game – Give me two minutes. And actually, as you know, some of the races are a minute and nine seconds if it's a good horse. Yeah. And so in that respect, yeah, it gives you a lot of time, especially if you've already done your your sports, uh, your handicap and your your racing form reading ahead of time. No doubt about that. With with the racing form, I realize that this might be a unique thought. But with the racing form, you know, there's these big races, the big stakes races, the derby prep races. Those are the races we want to watch because they lead to something more. Uh, But those are the harder races to handicap. Just the basic claiming race, you know, the allowance race, just the day to day average race. A lot of times you're going to get a real apples to apples when you're breaking down the program because they've been racing in the same track. They've been racing against common opponents and it it can be a little bit more predictable uh, than these big high flying stakes races where there's horses coming from all over the country. You got Baffert on the East Coast. And so some of those stakes races, I, I... I don't know that those are the the safest ways to be reading your program. Does a does a Santa Anita race really matter out at Belmont? I you know it's harder to crunch at least from my well. And and you you've you've got a, a great point. You've got horses that have never run at the track and jockeys that have never raced on a horse. And you're gonna tr- it's it really becomes what we talked about with March Madness and in the in the bowl games with college football when you have teams coming from other conferences and there's no way to really put a, a, a stick there and say, hey, how do you compare this to that? All right, so John, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, you're going to be in Las Vegas. I know that you said it's opening up. You're starting to see things. The casinos are hiring. Are you going, Do you think you're going to go back and spend as much time at casinos right away as you did in the past, or are you going to just come in, hit, hit, get your plays and do what you got to do and get out of there? Um, I, I probably eventually do. I, I, I'm still at the casino at the sports book, uh, you, you know, as of now, I, I don't spend as much time as I used to, you, you know, pre COVID, but eventually I'll, I'll get back to that point. Um, you, you know, I'm, I'm a gambler at heart. You know, I live in Las Vegas as a casino also five minutes away from oh, hold on, hold on. So hold that on. makes it, that hold makes on. it easier. Yeah. Hold on. Wait a minute. I forgot all about your little prize. Oh yeah, yeah. You see, yeah, the little, the little jackpot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Tell everybody what you showed us. Now, now yeah. this, if you're, if you join, if you go, and I'm going to go right to that banner now. Right. And again, you can, you go to the, the sports betting page, and you go and you check out the uh, sports betting uh, cash tickets tab on the sports betting page. It won't help you with this story. <laughs> yeah, it, it, uh, there's nothing, there's no advice I can give you for winning slot machines. It's kind of being at the right machine at the right time. You Tell know, us what happened. Yeah, so we were so we were playing uh, just some slot machines. I'm a big Keno for people who don't know who Keno. It's kind of similar to bingo. Um, pick numbers and hope that it lights up your numbers. Well, every, oh, yeah, every yeah. Christmas uh, Vegas vacation. Oh, Vegas I mean, Vegas. Oh, yeah. That that's that's one of my great things. We always kind of you know I, the money. The money is all mine. You know. <laughs> <laughs> and. Uh, so it's, 
It's a relatively easy game. There's no thought into it. You pick numbers, you hit the button, and you hope that it hits, you know, you hope that it hits your numbers. You know, there's no thought process in it. There's nothing like that. So I was able to hit a nice little jackpot for seven grand. I hit a seven out of seven for Kino, which is, you know, if people so who play it, they know. Like six dollars? Yeah, yeah. It was a max it was a max bet. So it was a four dollar play, actually. So four dollar play. Yeah. Four dollars every time you hit the button. So right. every yeah, yeah. So it, it adds up quick. Uh, no, but it's oh not, yeah, of course it does, but yeah. seven grand adds up quick it's too. Seven, oh yeah, seven grand is nice when you have that lady counting out your money to you. You know, it's a so nice they, they, they come, you know, the, the bells yeah. go off and oh, the lady yeah. Over. yeah, the yeah, the bells come off and you have to sign oh. the, ta- the tax papers. You know, you gotta you gotta sign your W two G and you know yeah. she's counting out your money and people are looking at you and that's kind of the lore of Vegas, I think, right? That's you know when you're oh, yeah, there, no, doing no, the, that, uh, yeah. it, the IRS the IRS window <laughs> the IRS window yeah. is different. You know that they come to you when you win a when you win like that. Oh yeah, have to go to them. Yeah. But uh, so now, what will you do? Will you keep a? How do you do? You, do you have a card where that you'll get your losses to write off that money? Yeah, I have a card and I have a running total, and then at the end of the year, obviously, we we have I have to claim that as my taxes. Um, but you know, it kind of goes all together with your profits and losses, and you you get a printout from the casino, and it, and it takes everything, you know, sports betting, your table games, and you you can also mix and match that to everything else that you and, do. And, but, and, and it's, it's another reason why it's important to use your card. I tell people, oh no, yeah, first thing you do to you go to a casino, you wait in line yeah. and you get a card. It's really smart for a lot of reasons. If you lose a ticket. You can get the ticket back. You get the premium. You know, you you, yeah. you might get a free cheeseburger if you if you bet enough. You know. Yeah. Well, you build the points, and then for the jackpots, you get a chance at free play. So you get some free play, and then just like that, it, it just keeps. You know, if if you find yourself betting a lot at the casino, and for tax purposes, it's just easier to keep all that information in one spot. You can literally call them up. There's some there's some times where you can just go online and you can print up your win loss statement. So it makes everything easier that way. So. All right. Before yeah. we go, John, tell them how to find you. Uh, GMS Sports Consultants on Instagram, GMS Sports uh, Betting on Facebook. Also type in on your web browser, GMS Sports Consultants. You can pull up my website, all the packages, information. You can also get a hold of us on that hashtag cash tickets. Um, You get a chance to work with us on the weekend. Uh, you You can get some of Wes's hockey plays. You can work with me for baseball and basketball, and let's cash some tickets this weekend, you know? So where can we find you? Uh, you can find me at 151 Sports Investing on, on the big three on, on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. And my members page is Chicago Options Trader uh, through the Discord. And you can find me uh, uh, there through Facebook. And it's got its own web page. And you can find me just like Second Half Chaz and and John at uh, the Cash Tickets page. Uh, you go- SportsBettingWeekly.com, hashtag Cash Tickets. We got a shot here. We got a couple minutes left. We're not going to be live on this game, but uh, we've already cashed two tickets. Tickets on this game. Wes has cashed three or four more for us. It's just another great week. This is our three weeks in a row now. We're taking a week off. We didn't we didn't count that. That we cash tickets. And guess what? If you hang around, you're gonna get the loudmouths on the worldwide sports <laughs> radio network and, and cashing tickets is why it's an app worth its weight in Bitcoin. You can catch us later on this week on sportsbettingweeklive.com or the belly up sports podcast network i am second half chaz do me a favor always be cashing it's the worldwide sports radio network network